Hello, 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 (laughs) y'all. Welcome back. Um, And today I have with me a dear friend, and I also have um, model, content creator, and actress, Beulah. Also, you see, I'm African, but some... I actually always ask because I never want to mess up the African name because I'm actually American. Uh. Jesus, help me. <laughs> so, how do you say your last name? Obioma. Obioma. Yeah. Okay, you see, I got that. Okay, so Beulah Obioma is here with me today, and I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. Um, Thank and you And today, me. oh, of course, of course. Today, um, again, like, our, our conversation is going to be really chill. You know, we, we're doing a sit-down chat, mm-hmm. chat, because... Um, Beulah is actually in the entertainment industry and like me, she is a beautiful, 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 (laughs) three times, (laughs) tall, dark-skinned woman. And I think both of our experiences are similar, but we also have so many nuances when it comes to growing up um, Black in America, but also in the entertainment industry. And that's something that is um, subjective to each person's own experience. So I would love to hear a lot more about your experience, Beulah. Um, Just being in this industry, especially coming from like, an an immigrant an immigrant background um and how that journey has been for you challenging Chal- <laughs> one word challenging challenging. <laughs> um, challenging is not necessarily a bad thing for anything good that that needs to be overcome or that needs to be achieved there's always a challenge so yes that's one way i would put it not the first the first thing <laughs> was a gem what was that hold on are we is this is, is there like a, a priesthood that i need to be I aware mean, of <laughs> okay yeah. yeah i think like for me like my experience has been like filled with so many like ups and downs mm-hmm. and y'all okay first off <clears throat> i'm a weirdo i stalked beulah and then I hit her up on social media and was like, hey, girl, so, like, we need to catch up. <laughs> and let's have coffee. This is and the then- first time I'm hearing this. I had no idea. Because <laughs> I was like, she's going to be perfect for this episode. And then she met me and I was like, hey, so, so you know, you're going to be on my podcast because our experiences are so similar. Um, just from the outside perspective. Mm-hmm. perspective. So this is also um, a conversation that we may be having for the first time, but there are also allusions to the conversations we had when we first met. Mm -hmm. And I think one of those, um, one of the topics that we talked about when we first met was just how it was like um, coming into this industry as uh, a black woman, but also trying to find your identity and and make a unique presence Mm -hmm. in in this industry, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And I know for me, like my experience has been all over the place where like, I always feel like I'm never there yet. Like, I'm never even close to, like, being what I am trying to be mm-hmm. um, in the sense of, like, as a model. Like, I've had so many ups and downs. Like, I've done this. I've I've done this fashion week. I've done um, this, like, I've shot with this designer. of Like, I've done all these things. But, like, in the sense of a professional career, there's so many things I'm still aspiring to. And also with acting, like, it's all a journey. Mm-hmm. And we're literally just, like fighting tooth and nail for ourselves to lead, to be seen as a black woman yeah. that doesn't fit the mode of like um the skinny sample size like we're we're giving like a midi size I'm Bla- started with the length right the length alone yeah having to shop and pay extra for material i don't yes. like people i don't everything i own is custom now uh. like and when i say custom i buy it and then go to the tailor mm-hmm. to get it fixed because why would why? it fit me why? it wasn't made for me Right, so I think your experience is is unique too because um, you're coming. You have a very similar perspective, but also I know you've dabbled in 
well, not acting because you she, she has a BFA. So let me let me not even disrespect her. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so she has a BFA. She she's an actress. She's a model, and you're also a content creator. What has your experience been like being um, so unique hmm. in the industry? That's interesting. Um, that's a very it's <laughs> very broad. It's very yeah. But I'll try to simplify it as much as I can, honestly. But let me let's start with the height height thing. I yeah. think once you walk into the room, it's like oh, you're tall. <laughs> you know, immediately. So, majority of the time, when I meet with casting um, professionals, what what are they called? Um, agents. Yes. They're like, "Oof, you're tall," and I'm like, "I'm pretty sure it's not just me." So, yeah. what what is this? And it's so interesting because now coming from Nigeria, you are now in a society where you can kind of evolve as much as you want. You can broaden your perspective mm -hmm. on your taste of dressing, the way you want to appear in public, mm. how you want to sound, just your aesthetic in general. And it's just so interesting that in the entertainment industry, there is not enough. They want to, they say it's a make-believe of life, but they don't mm. want to include your life in it. Ooh. And I don't get that, especially for America. America has, has a lot of smooching over. I'm Nigerian. Mm. I'm not Nigerian-American. Mm. I'm Nigerian. Yes. I don't sound... They're like, oh, this accent is cute. Can you... No. <laughs> That's how I sound. <laughs> I am a representative of where I'm coming from. And that is what I, I've come to be a, a, a symbol of in your industry. Mm. And so it's almost as though they want a representation of you, but on their terms. Yes. So do you want the authenticity of it? Yes. Or do you just want like sugar spice and everything nice yes. and I never understand that and I do get into the space of wanting to bend because I have lost weight mm. so much so that my mom is like are you okay because mm -hmm. I was trying to get signed by an agency mm -hmm. like okay you need to be this skinny you need to look like this you need to do that and that and I'm just I'm dying yes. <laughs> trying to fit in try I can't grow shorter so I'm like okay maybe I could get skinnier it's something maybe I, I give could, you know <laughs> yeah and in all of that, you're killing yourself. Yeah. Literally, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and yes. otherwise. And it's not good for you. It's not good for the artist because your mental health is very important. Mm -hmm. So I, I believe I'm coming to a place now where it's thick, it's thick. And she thick, y'all. She's tall, she's tall, she's tall. Like, right? She, she's colorful, yeah. she's colorful. My brows are not even black. My mom is like... <laughs> And it's sometimes when I watch some shows and bless shows like yeah. um, that actually take the time to incorporate people who look like them, their real selves, yes. where you kind of look in TV, I'm like, okay. So that's also something that encourages me. And I think that is something I appreciate about the UK entertainment versus America in a way. Mm -hmm. The UK has like a presence of the ethnicity, of the alternativeness of some individuals mm -hmm. that America tends to smooch over. Just in job applications, they're like, Black, African-American. Mm -hmm. And then they say Caribbean, this, that. African? Yeah. Can't just add... A hundred percent. There's a lack of representation. But I, I agree that it's it's something that is intentional. Mm -hmm. Because even when you're looking at Europe or even any African countries, mm -hmm. being in those countries, not only do they identify, okay, what is your descent? It's like, what is your descent as opposed to like, what is... Are you American Nigerian or like are you Caribbean American? Like there's always a way to like add in I have to be this. Mm -hmm. And I know like for me, um, as I was coming up in the industry, similar to you, I was never small enough and I was never big enough. Hmm. And I was always stuck in this place where like I either have to like lose 30 hmm. pounds or mm -hmm. gain 30 pounds. And I'm like, okay, 
to me, I'm already considered plus size, but I'm not big enough to be the best plus size model that they're looking for, the mm-hmm. optimal size. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like I was always like, okay, am I going to eat myself to death or am I going to starve myself to death? Which one yeah. am I going to choose? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm finally in a space where, like, I, like, have decided I'm just going to be myself. Mm-hmm. And I also love that in... in um, in some organizations, there is more of a body positivity mm-hmm. movement yeah. where they're now learning to accept mm-hmm. the range of what a woman looks like. Yeah. But it's it's like stage one. Yeah, like we're we're not even close. Stifling. Yeah, we're not even close to that. Yeah. And I particularly um, just like in American like media, mm-hmm. there's always just this need to aspire to European. Mm-hmm standards of beauty mm-hmm. like eurocentric standards of beauty mm-hmm. where like you kind of have to like colorism comes into play sometimes yeah. where it's like they want you to look um black but not too black mm-hmm. and you need to be like look white enough to appeal to the white audience mm-hmm. and you need to not look black enough mm-hmm. um so that they can't connect with you but mm-hmm. then you're black so the black people connect to you mm-hmm. so there's always this like what is <laughs> what's the balance yes what does the balance look like i always wonder in humanity generally, just as a society, I always wonder what is the incentive of society? And if you bring it down to the entertainment industry, what is the incentive? Is the incentive mm-hmm. to create stories that actually appeal to people to progress? Mm-hmm. Or is it to create stories that cause people to be even more frustrated about the life they live? Yes. I never understand that. Because even when you come to the European standards, every European is not skinny Right, ocean eyes, right? blonde, and even some of them have to struggle to fit in, and then so much more for the people of color. Mm. So it's like these people that are setting up these standards of how you should stand, what what your teeth should look like. You have people going to shave off their teeth for the ones who do it for medical reasons. Yeah, <laughs> but for the ones who are like, oh, I don't have the million dollar smile, mm. and I, I want to get there, and that is what is required to. And then you go, you alter your, you alter your health for God's sake, mm. for a standard. That is constantly changing, by the way. 100%. I never understand it. Yeah. Are you trying to encourage people to say, yes, eat healthy. We want our mothers to look healthy. Mm-hmm. We want them to look like they work out. We want them to look like they go to therapy. We want them to look like they have a community. No. Mm-hmm. It is, we want you to be frustrated. Even just in media, the things that sell are the negative parts. Mm-hmm. We want you to be in the dark. We want you to be, yes. why? What is that? That's So whenever I see some of those sometimes, like when I apply to castings and everything, and they're like, you have to be this size and the waist and this size and, Sir, hey. <laughs> who is made like that? Do you know who? Honestly, and it's just—it's so ridiculous. And I, 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 I try to think. Okay, what is my incentive for myself as an artist in this industry? Mm-hmm. Am I trying to please every casting that I see? Mm-hmm. Am I trying to be pleasing to every eye that sees me? Yeah. Or am I trying to be comfortable in my skin, mm-hmm. hone my crafts, and make money? Okay, yeah. so we're okay. Me and Beulah are like fitness girlies, and I'm like on the latter end of like <laughs> I'm trying to get back into it, y'all, because I got married and then we just started eating, and now <laughs> it's no, like don't, that happy. Don't way. make don't make it sound like that. You <laughs> know, you hear laughing in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but now I think for you, mm-hmm. every time I see you post, you're working out, you're mm-hmm. doing something physical. Mm-hmm. So what in- inspired your fitness journey? Was was any of that an mm-hmm. effect to it? Um, my fitness journey. When I moved to LA, I 
moved alone. It was my first time ever moving without family. Mm -hmm. When I was in community college in Washington, I was with my brother. And when I was in track and field, I had a community. We worked out in a team. Yeah. I would work out with my brother and my sister. And so coming to LA was the first time I was by myself. Mm. And I was very lonely. I I was just, I felt alone. I felt isolated. I felt unloved. I just was in the dark a lot. So I would always work out at home. And my mom is like, you need to go out. You need to be amongst people because I don't, society tries to, there's this isolation thing going on. They want to isolate you, get your own apartment, be your own, yes. you, 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 yeah. I, 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 me, 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 me. No, it is a we. It took two people to make you. Right. You know, and one of those people <laughs> had to carry you. They didn't just lay you as an egg and say, okay, come out. Yeah. You know? So I, I really, it took me some time and I got out of it and I started going to the gym. And aside from trying to stay fit, I also have some minor health issues. And those combined just keep me active. And mentally, whenever I'm just going through a hard time, it's just good to sweat it off. Okay. Like get into some good worship, hit some cardio, hit the weights. For people who are like, it's either cardio or weights, do two together and stretch. Um, so hit the cardio, hit the weights. It just helps me process it. If life ever gets really, really down, mm -hmm. God and the gym. Mm -hmm. Like those two things. I'm like, okay. So it's it, it once I know that something is slipping, I'm like, it's either it's God or it's the gym. I'm like, I need to get it in check. So, See, yeah. I commend you because you're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> and how I know that you're better than me is because I started my fitness journey off of spite. <laughs> I was literally 100%. I literally was like, I want to do Miami Swim Week. Okay. And I wasn't giving Miami Swim Week body. Oh. So I started training because I'm like, y'all are not going to turn me away. Okay. And then I tested it out with LA Fashion Week. And mm -hmm. I was like, all right, so let me do this, see what happens. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, you see pay. So then I was like, all right, bet. So like, let me like now start training mm -hmm. for Swim Week. Mm -hmm. So like, it was literally like, I'm going to tell y'all who I am type of thing. But then I think for me in the journey of like doing fitness, mm -hmm. I started discovering my body. Hmm. And that's so, like that's something that I never knew I needed. Okay. Because it's, there's something about learning how to style yourself mm -hmm. that a lot of people, including myself, didn't know until like a few years ago. Okay. Where like, I, I don't have, like I have broad shoulders. Me too. My hips are like, Hippin, like mm -hmm. I, I have certain things. I have like big, long legs. Like what can I wear to make that look good? Mm -hmm. But then also when I started working out, I started like um, optimizing, like my shoulders started getting bigger. Mm -hmm. My hips, like it's like everything started being yeah. accentuated. Yeah. My, like everything that I already was just started looking better mm -hmm. on me. Yeah. And then when I um, started like actually getting into styling and all of that stuff, I found confidence in like, okay, I actually look good. But that was off of some, well, you know, F. You're going to see this you body. Like, You're going to see me. And you don't want this body. <laughs> 100%. So, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm traumatized. Because, hmm. like, everything I do, it, it'll be off some, like, okay, I'm going to show you. Hmm. Like, I'm going to show you that you should have looked at me. That's interesting. Girl. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a first child. I never want to compete with anybody. I don't okay. Have, I don't have I'm energy. a second child. Okay. Okay. That makes You're sense. You're like, it's making sense. I'm the first. I don't have any. I don't have energy. If you if you see it, you like it. Mm. If you see it, I don't like it, go to your house. Is that how my what sister is? <laughs> should I apologize? <laughs> you probably should. Like, I don't competition, like, out of spite, I'd leave. Like, I don't, mm. anything that is ever going to put me, especially with somebody else. Yes. I think that's something that maybe I am most proud of myself for. I will never compete with anybody. 
girl, you chose the most competitive industry. I won't co- like. I am. My mother says variety is the spice of life. Ooh, okay. Simple. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. I am. I am a spice that you need, yes. whether you know it or you don't. Oh. So as much as you can go carrying everybody, when you need me, you can't find me. Mm-hmm. Simple. I'm not gonna try to look like anybody else. I'm not trying to compete. I'm not gonna try to force my way into a friendship so that I can find out what it is that you're doing. So I, I don't have energy. Mm. I'm working on myself. Is this is this a grown experience, or have have you always been like? I've kind of always been like because you've had I've wow. had I've always Can had first the first child. Already <laughs> everybody has expectations yeah. of you. Like you're the first. Your siblings are looking up to you. You know you have to be a good reputation in society. You have to do this and you have to do this and you have to do this. Mm. So once I got into once I got to college, I was like, <sighs> I didn't did not look back. Mm-hmm. I was an athlete. I worked on my... I, I was never training, oh, I have to be better than this team member. Mm. Or I have to... I already knew the pressure of being... Of having so much expectations placed on you. Yes. To even start imagining expectations based on me trying to compare myself with somebody else who has a different background, mm-hmm. different abilities, a different health and immune system, mm-hmm. a different perspective. They could be colorblind, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. What's my basis for competition? I will fail. <laughs> so then how, what is, what does perseverance look like when you are standing in your uniqueness, which you are, and you're still faced with, mm-hmm. yeah, the other girl. Hmm. I remind myself, again, variety is the spice of life. Mm. I remind myself. I also try to, which is why I love movies. And this is when, the first time I heard it was in Kingsman, I think. It says, nobility is not being better than your fellow man. But it's been better than the person you were yesterday. Mm. Simple. If time and time, and sometimes, don't get me wrong, I sometimes think, okay, maybe if I dress like her, if I talk like her, mm. if I maybe if I do my makeup like, but I promise you, every time I, I feel stupid yeah. <laughs> within myself. I once I'm trying it, something in my head is like, you look like a drama. Stop it. Mm. I'm like, okay, we need to we need to reassess. So I I then find, and it's, it may take some time, mm-hmm. I always take the time to find the space to remember that what is for you is for you. And when it is your time, it will come to you That's when cool. you are ready for it. And I, I think this is something I do that annoys me as a person, and I'll tell you why. I pray these prayers. I pray, God, make me the person you've called me to be yeah. so that I can do the things you want me to do. Mm-hmm. So when you get in those seasons where you're like, God, why, why, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. I remember you prayed, God, make me the best. <laughs> so you can... mocking yourself. <laughs> and, and it's so annoying. You know, like you pray, God, give me perseverance. Teach me patience. Teach me longevity. Teach me persistence. Yeah. Like, all this. <laughs> and then when it comes, when the seasons come. I feel that. To build you into all of these things you've prayed for. I'm looking at myself in the mirror. Like really, this this is this is because you know? it never looks like how it never looks like how you thought it would. At every single point, I feel like it's always like a surprise because it's like, wait, maybe I should have been more specific. And then I repray the prayer. I'm like, God, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it anymore. I want to be, I want a rich man. I don't want to work. I don't, right? Please, God, please. And it's oh like, no, my God. you're already in the process. Mm-hmm. I never thought I could hate a word so much and love it at the same time. The process. <sighs> Ooh, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I just for the record, mm-hmm. I want everyone to know that I agree with her 
I just have experienced so much trauma that I started agreeing with her this year. <laughs> <laughs> so it took me a long time yeah. to get here. Mm-hmm. And like, again, I feel like because um, you you moved to America uh, like a few years ago, like maybe mm-hmm. like six years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So I was raised here since okay. I was four. Mm-hmm. And there's something about being in just like America in the U.S. where mm-hmm. it's like being black, being different, mm-hmm. being tall, mm-hmm. a- any difference about you that is not the majority is always in your face. Like at every single point, they're in your face about it. Whether it's you at school, mm-hmm. you at work, mm-hmm. you like, it's always like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. So I think that that's probably why our perspectives are so different mm-hmm. because other countries are, are very open to the expression mm-hmm. of individual people. Mm-hmm. Again, it's it's something where it's like, what are you, who, who are you? Tell me who you are and let's see mm-hmm. how that works with us. Hmm. As opposed to like the latter half of, no, you need to be like us uh-huh. for us to work. I see. You know? Funny thing is, I feel like with America, my experience with that is different. I do believe that a few things. Um, the concept of black. I never identified as black until I came to this country. Mm. So I remember the first time <laughs> I had gotten so angry at this guy in my community college. I was an RA, which is a residence assistant. And he was like, oh, the African-American, the big African-American girl, the one that looks like a gorilla. Ah! Jesus. I said, it cannot be me. <laughs> and of everything he called me, it was the African-American, oh. the black African that annoyed me. The gorilla part, I was like, eh. Yeah. I personally find something attractive about a gorilla. Have you seen a gorilla looking man? Oh, <laughs> Anyways. So I come and I'm like, I'm not African-American one and I'm not black. Mm. Everybody was shocked at that statement. Like, you're not black? What What are you then? I'm like, I'm a person. What What is what are black? So what are you? Mm-hmm. Yellow, like yeah. lemonish, what, what is this? And I had no concept or idea of race at the time. I didn't understand the history of America and all of these good things. And so with, with a lot of things like black is beautiful and black is supreme and black is, black is necessary. Mm-hmm. Black is a blueprint. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my roommates yesterday. We we're kind of going through the questions and they're like, what is it about black that you think is, is so beautiful? And, da, da, da. and I said, you don't see mascara wanting to be lipstick. Yes. It's two different things. Can't do it. Simple. Yeah. That's all. If you say, if if I will put it in a way with skincare, because we love skincare and we do skincare. <laughs> I'd say sunscreen mm-hmm. is an essential. Black is an essential. Simple. Yeah. That's, it's not, it's not so, oh my God, black. And it's not like, oh my God, black. It's like any, like white. But then the concept of the color is, for me coming from that, is ridiculous to me. When we saw like the shootings and the killings, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, why are they killing each other? When I came to America, it's like, oh, they're killing the black people. Mm. And I was like, they're all people. Mm. I don't get it. Okay. So colorism, to a certain extent, goes over my head sometimes. Mm. Racism. Just because it hasn't been in your face. I don't. You haven't been able, like your experience isn't mm-hmm. that of someone who has mm-hmm. always had to fight against it. Yeah. Because I know that for me, mm-hmm. I fought against colorism. Yeah. I fought against like racist encounters. I've like, so when I am triggered, it's mm-hmm. because of my experience. Definitely. But your experience is that of like, I'm so used to being viewed as a person mm-hmm. that it doesn't really matter how I look. It makes it, if I find it funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if I, one of my friends, 
um, had gotten insulted and they're like, oh, looking like a black gorilla. And all I can think of is they have even skin tone. If only this hyperpigmentation could leave me alone. That's all. Like I'm on a different space. And it to for some people, they're really going through it and there is a need to fight it and everything. For me, okay. Yeah. And it helps my mental health. If anything, is an advantage to me because I don't really think... Oh, I wish maybe if I were a different race, if I were a different color. Because of race annoys me. And ethnicity, yes. Yeah. Race, eh. <laughs> but yeah, so that's so okay. It, even talking about black, when you when you you mentioned earlier thinking of your black as beautiful. Mm -hmm. So when we're looking at black as beauty, have you mm -hmm. ever thought or like even struggled with the concept of like, oh, I'm not beautiful because I'm black, or like, is it, oh, I'm not beautiful, or has mm -hmm. that even been a question? Uh, <laughs> this answer is going to come across hopefully not not too coy but I've never thought I wasn't beautiful okay um furthermore the color like it's it's never been if anything I've <laughs> if anything I've thought maybe I'm too beautiful <laughs> she said F what y'all I'm at the top of the and I, I'll explain place. why and it, it's it's like um as a woman in the industry you you have a lot of situations where you are borderline harassed yes. and you know you don't want to go into spaces because you know they're, they're going to want to come on like oh my god you're so beautiful like, yes. and so for me in my younger ages I found myself praying that maybe I would be mid looking mm. like oh I, I wish I didn't I wasn't as tall or I wasn't as thick or I wasn't as fine and it sounds ridiculous <laughs> because some people are like oh my god I want to be this but just because of some of the experiences it came with mm -hmm. you walk into a room sometimes i used to pray not to be seen mm. i used to want to be invisible not because i thought i looked horrible but it's because i knew i would be seen mm. i knew i would be identified you knew immediately you stood out mm. i was too so then standing line was it was it the, the heights like it was, what, it was the height. It was the okay. height. It was definitely the height. I've always, oh, you're so tall for a girl. Oh, you're so tall. For yeah. And it's like when you live in a bubble, because at some point I was raised in the eastern part of Nigeria. I had never traveled for the longest time. So it felt like, in my mind, it felt like I was going to be in the Guinness World Record for tallest mm. girl. So that's how I combated the I tall comments. And then I went to a place like Lagos. And then I started seeing tall people. I was like, God, <laughs> this is not the agreement we had. Guinness World, come on. <laughs> you know, so the height was always a thing. But now I wouldn't change it for anything. A hundred percent. Because it has molded, it has shaped, the way I walk. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of some like tall ladies or guys. I hate it when I see tall people that slouch. Uh, that thing pisses me off. I'm like, sir, ma'am. Don't know. Like posture is posture, regardless yeah. of. And I used to be one of those people that I would, before I got into um, the New York Film Academy, I would. Twenty seventeen, I was slouch. I was. I was always like this. So twenty eighteen, one of my New Year resolutions was, I'm going to straighten this thing. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not what it. It doesn't it's match me the identity. Sure I'm not slouching. <laughs> <laughs> it's not matching the identity I want for myself. And so when we were much younger, I used to go to my great grandmother's mud house and she had this mud bed. So it wasn't a, a mattress or anything. Yeah. So, and that's where she slept and she stood straight till the day she died. So I decided, you know what, this year, no bed. Okay. So I slept on the floor for like a year. And so my dad it called me. It changed your posture? 
Wait, hold on. So if you if you want to... You know what's so crazy? When I was in Nigeria and I went to my, my grandma's village, her bed. <laughs> I, I might as well slept on the floor. Is that why they're doing this? That It's not even why. It's that that is just the norm. I see. Okay. Because if you think of... Not to be morbid, but if you think of a casket, mm-hmm. the way a dead body is placed, it's just you're lying straight and just the head lift. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Luxury, majority of the luxuries of today is causing a malbalance in the system of mm-hmm. a person. America's food, the air, the gas, yeah. all of these things. You're wondering why you're struggling, why you're breaking out, why you have stomach upset, why you're... Because so many artificials, yes. everything is just... Okay, cool. Yeah. So when you now get older, they're like, oh, maybe she's an orthopedic bed so that it helps with your back. No. Start sleeping with it from Mm -hmm. the beginning. I see. You will get comfortable. And so therefore, you wouldn't struggle with this at your old age. Mm -hmm. Eat naturally grown so that in your... But that's not what the... like. So the country or rather the society is now getting infused in the industry as well. Mm -hmm. And because... Oh, the Western world, they're now spreading it to the rest of the world Mm -hmm. that this is what is better for you and you should get your this done and your that done and sleep in a place like this and live in a place like this. Oh, 100%. I feel like we've already known from the get-go that like we were born as like a piece of the market in Mm -hmm. the sense of like as soon as we were born, Mm -hmm. they're trying to sell to us. And every piece of our livelihood is trying to see how much money they can make off of this one person. Whether, like, and that goes into every industry. Honestly. Literally every single industry. Mm-hmm. So, like, now I'm starting to think of, like, for, for me, tabloids shaped how I saw myself. Mm-hmm. How, how I saw, like, society mm-hmm. growing up. Because I'm like, okay, what y'all are posting, I'm buying. Because I don't know that I'm a, I'm a consumer. I don't mm. know that, like... You're, you're trying to mold how I'm thinking mm-hmm. so that you can get more money from me, right? Yeah. So I think for me, when it comes to like just being in this industry at all, mm-hmm. like I'm so aware of everything being a sell tactic, everything, that like it, I literally have to stand in myself and be like, it doesn't matter what I do. They're going to try to make money off of who I am. So mm-hmm. I, the only thing I can do is be myself mm-hmm. and try to be the best of myself I can be. Definitely. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, even when we, like, really just look at, like, again, all of these different countries, Mm -hmm. you being in Nigeria, America, it's so different. And it's so, like, our our individual experiences, like, with with things such as, like, beauty, posture, body image, it's so different because Mm -hmm. there's a greater acceptance in each person's individuality Mm -hmm. in other countries. Yeah. It's also, (laughs) I visited Nigeria recently and... I had just been feeling low Mm. about myself for a while. Like, I know what I am capable of. I know what I I know that God has led me here. Yes. But I'm just questioning. So what is wrong? I get back to Nigeria and people are like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. Mm. Oh, my God, you're so fit. Oh, my God, you're so tall. Oh, my God, this and oh, my God, that. I'm like, oh, my God, if somebody could sign me. I'm done, right? Oh, my God, if I could get an agent and get an... Oh, my God, like, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's just reminding yourself that, hey when it is your time, mm-hmm. one. Two, when the right person sees you. Mm-hmm. Because, again, with the isolation thing, it's not for every way that God blesses a person, it's through another person. Mm-hmm. We're all vessels. Mm-hmm. And as much as I want to lock myself in the apartment and be like, I'm not going out, I'm just, I'm not getting signed, I'm not getting a job, 
it's not going to help me. Mm-hmm. Even if I decided that I was going to build a whole career of being a content creator and just staying in my house, it's not how you're made. You're yes. made for community. Yes. You're made to be around people. You're made to work with people, interact with them, grow with them. So I always try to remind myself of that. I love that you said that because I feel like my community growing up always told me I was beautiful. Like as like who I was, my family, everyone told me I was beautiful. So like, and to me, I kind of like held that as like, this is part of my identity. Mm -hmm. Like this beauty that I'm being seen as is part of my identity. Mm -hmm. And then I would get into spaces where typically you translate beauty into film and entertainment Mm -hmm. and you're like okay let me get into this space Mm -hmm. because now I can capitalize something that I've been told all my life and every single place is like no (laughs) (laughs) why did you think you could like who no Mm -hmm. and so now I'm just like wait what is what is what is reality Mm -hmm. and it's not even a matter of like who I am it's just a matter of like what like the community is telling you yes. where you have like um entertainment mm-hmm. that community is mm-hmm. like okay wait you're too tall mm-hmm. models modeling community is telling you wait you're not big enough you're not small enough mm-hmm. like every community has a different perspective yeah so to lean on something as as like like insignificant as another person's opinion mm-hmm. kind of like holds you back rather than like helps to propel you into where you're supposed to go in mm-hmm. life and where God is trying to take you. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I try to, I try to remind myself that, Hey, be, to be aware of even the, the community or like the, the industry itself, what does the industry represent? Yes. What is this beauty standard that it speaks of that is yes. constantly changing, that does not have a solid mark? Mm-hmm. You say you want to have diversity. You say you want to have variety, but you're not preaching it. Mm-hmm. You're not preaching it in your films. You're not preaching it in your industries. You're not preaching it in the magazines that we see. So whenever I do walk up to those doors and I walk up to those those places and they bark back with, oh, you're not, oh no, you cannot possibly be. The fact that I am, is mm-hmm. simple. Yes. So it is until, and I, I I love how I'm here giving you guys all this like, oh God, I'm going to take notes and then I better take these notes myself <laughs> and go home and remember them when I cry at night. Um, <laughs> but the fact that you are is, yeah. if you simply, again, a variety, a spice of life, simple. Mm-hmm. If you did not exist, then you were not needed, period. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I heard you say... <laughs> I heard you say diversity and it literally made my blood boil <laughs> because um, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before yesterday when the Supreme Court ruled against affirmative action. Yeah. And for me, at first, like, you know, when they ruled against abortion, mm-hmm. they overturned Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. And then now we're going into affirmative action. There was also another ruling that I can't remember. But now we're going into affirmative action. And I'm like, what is this agenda? Because for me, the agenda is saying, we don't care about like who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. We just care about the institution Mm -hmm. that is making us money. And the institution is being held back Mm -hmm. by abortion restrictions or whatever that looks like. Or, the, or um, affirmative action is something that a lot of companies were pouring so much money into D&E, where it's like, why do we have to do this? They were mandated to do it. And yes, minorities benefited, but we needed that. 
we needed that because there was there wasn't another door for us. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't another door to accept like our individuality mm-hmm. and being black and being a woman and being something different from like the majority. So now that you're closing that door because one again for me I'm just like everything is a money move. Like so the, for the government the government is a business. Mm-hmm. It's not making money for them or it's not making sense for. Like, it's not benefiting the majority for that. I need to understand how fake this people is. And they're just money, money, money. Yeah. Somebody's face on a paper. Mm. You're killing people. You're killing their rights. Yeah. You're blinding their emotions, their sights, their colors, their dreams, their aspirations, their ambitions. Yeah. For a face on a paper. The beginning of this is fake. Set it on fire. You're gone. The, you're polluting the air you breathe. You're killing the food you eat. Mm-hmm. You're poisoning the minds that work that make your engine run. Yeah, I'm no longer surprised. I think <laughs> from the concept of oh, and then I and I make money and da, 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 I make money. I mean, it's a currency. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow the currency could turn to the, so uh, to a certain extent, women are a currency. Or if mm-hmm. you look a certain way, you're a currency. Yes, it's always just something else. Yes. At the times of Mansa Musa, it was gold, it was diamonds, it was precious stones. Now it's somebody's face on a paper. Mm-hmm. And your human rights, mm-hmm. necessities, it's, it should make your blood boil. Yeah, It should make anybody angry. But at the same time, I cannot let it consume me because the origin is, does not make sense already. Yes, Somebody somewhere sitting down, a God complex, simple. You're not God, you want to play God and that's it. So whatever you will do to subject your fellow man to make you feel like the God that you are not, mm-hmm. you will do. Yeah. So I, I, the whole thing is exhausting. I ain't going to lie to you and yeah. I try to ignore it as much as I can, but sometimes it's just in your face. Yeah. Um, but I do try to remind myself of that and try not to let it weigh me down mm-hmm. too much as angry as I get. <laughs> and I feel like, we, girl, we can go into a whole little political school because I'm just like, there's so much to say about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let me, let me reel it back yeah. in before it gets dark. <laughs> um, and I like, I want to like go into like, even when we're talking about like um, beauty mm-hmm. and individuality and then trying to talk about currency and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Not only are we like moving into like subjectivity mm-hmm. within like from person to person, company to company, whatever it is, but then it's also saying that um, it's it's never just beauty, mm-hmm. and and like I I literally had to learn that, like you said, it's never just am I pretty enough, mm-hmm. am I tall enough, mm-hmm. am I going to are people gonna like me? Mm-hmm. Like it's never that. It's so many other things within first the media and entertainment industry social media, every everything it touches, it's like there's so much more levels to know that like you thinking like, oh, let me just post this pretty picture is, am I tr- gonna like, should I model? Should I get signed by an mm-hmm. agency? It's never about you. Yeah. It's about, you know, the, the institution of a business mm-hmm. and how they can make money off of you. Yeah. And I like, I literally had to sit myself down mm-hmm. from this little pride run I tried to go on during like my fashion run like and I had to literally be like it doesn't matter what I do to change myself or Mm -hmm. to try to be the best version of myself I'm not going to be looked at for face value unless I know how to play their game of making money off of me yeah literally making money off of me yeah 
And for me, I'm like at a point where I'm like, if I'm going to make money for you, I need to make sure I'm making it for myself. And like every single thing that I'm doing is like, all right, so like, I know you're going to try to benefit off of me, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, I need to make sure that I'm still the winner. Yeah. If I'm allowing you to do that or Mm -hmm. if I'm giving you permission to kind of take my likelihood, Mm -hmm. livelihood and like use it for an ad or like, you know, support this brand or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, and like it literally like takes you as a person to really sit yourself down to really be like, it's never about me. Definitely. And it it also takes, for people who don't take the time to make that move, it's harder not to jump at the first opportunity, yes. even when oh it's, my not, gosh. it's not as valuable. It's not, for you. Yeah. it's not what you want to do. Yes. But because they've subjected you so many times. Yes. And for a person who does not take the time to really think and process and feel and let go, you're like, okay, yes, it's my time. Yeah. And you're just jumping into the wrong things. Mm-hmm. There are so many, so many other like shoots and ads I've been coming like hey we'd like you to that and then this is what we want to pay you and I was like no what my gym membership yeah no yeah you know and it's like oh we have other people that we want to go to them then Mm -hmm. like they say plenty of fish in the sea Mm -hmm. and for the people who I'm grateful that I'm in a place where I'm not ready to just jump at anything yeah I'm I take my time I send it to my friends. I'm like, hey, is this some? Is this a brand we represent? Yes. And they're like, no. Ooh, having friends that hold you accountable <laughs> is a game changer. Honestly, accountability. Thousand percent. Definitely. So it's 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 it can be frustrating, but like I said, like if your eye is on the prize, your eye has to be on the prize mm-hmm. because if you don't have it on something, you're gonna fall for anything that comes along, and yeah. that's not what we're trying to do. <laughs> Yes. And I've, I have, I've like experienced so many, so many opportunities where for me, I was like, this is going to be the one, Mm -hmm. this is going to be it. Mm -hmm. You know, this is going to be a big break. Cause you know, in this industry, we're like chasing the big break. Yeah. And (laughs) Ah, not only did they fall in my face (laughs) or make me look stupid or literally (laughs) leave me in tears, the amount of tears that I had cried over these big breaks that I was trying to chase mm-hmm. because I was tired of of not being seen in yeah. the way that I, I've been praying for. Like, yeah. I've been asking for it. So then as soon as something came, I'm like, all right, you know, let me just uh, hop right into that. Yeah. And, like, God will literally drop me on my face and be like, why did you do that? You, you asked me <laughs> and I told you and you still did it. Mm. And now I'm here only because... He had to like literally reel back yeah. everything and mm-hmm. allow me to heal yes. from all of the experiences that I should have never taken. Definitely. I literally could have progressed so much further, not only in myself, because I've also learned in this industry that when you actually figure out who you are and you market that person, mm-hmm. you literally skyrocket. Simple. So, like, had I just like kind of dived into figuring myself out, mm-hmm. I would have been so much further. I, it's it's easy to say that, but it's not easy though, mm. you know, because life doesn't give you the... Prove me wrong, girl. Come on. I mean, girl, I hear you because I'm right there with you. You know, you yeah. want to just be like, damn, why did I do that? You know? Yeah. But because you're, you want to, you want to, and you have family, you have people that you want to support and you have dreams that you want to catch. Mm. You know, you're young and you want to do it now when, you know, you're, you're popping and you're healthy and everything. And so it's sometimes it's hard to take the time to figure it out. Yes. Because you're just, you're trying to get there, you're trying to get there. And which is why the concept of purpose 
and God and accountability is necessary yes. because then those people and those spirits and th- those that mind will be like, hey, hey. Yes. Because sometimes you just lose it and you're like, I just want it. I really want it. It's like, yeah, but not like this. Mm-hmm. If you get it when you want it, who is it going to turn you into? Mm-hmm. What kind of person do you become? Would you love yourself or would you just love what you're doing because you're getting what you want? Mm-hmm. So I, I really just hear you on the take your time and figure it out mm-hmm. thing. But also everybody is, is just not, there to mm-hmm. say hey is this how i want yes. it should i approach it this way or do i wait yes waiting is so hard girl it that is <laughs> waiting is the hardest thing <laughs> that you could do but it's the most beneficial yeah. thing you could do for yeah. yourself and when people say la has no soul these this industry has no soul I genuinely feel that if you do not know who you are, yeah. it will eat you alive. And the only way to really know who you are, like you said, is mm-hmm. to dive into building your community, your relationship with God, yes. like your your mental health, your physical health, really investing in yourself and mm-hmm. investing in the fruit that you can create when you're full. Yeah. And rev- and getting to know yourself for yourself because God is in you. Yeah, you're a vessel. Mm-hmm. You have to really connect with yourself and hear yourself when you speak. Not your sometimes not your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Hear you. What do you want? Yes. Because as adults, we're also forgetting that we used to be younger. We used to look up to people and say, "I want to be like Auntie this <laughs> and Miss this," and you know. And those people are also in there viewing life through you mm-hmm. and so you get to this place of desperation and it's like no okay who is this person but what do i want what do mm-hmm. i need and it's just it's hard sometimes man but you gotta try yeah. <laughs> i've also had the pleasure of meeting some of the most beautiful people that i have looked up to mm-hmm. <laughs> from a far distance growing up it's amazing and um it's it's been bittersweet sometimes because I see them and I'm like, oh my gosh, this, this is not, this is not. And all the time, I feel like each and every one of them would tell me, continue to do what you're doing, mm-hmm. but also don't make it be your everything. Hmm. Don't make this journey, like don't dive yourself into this journey so much that when you're not producing or when you're not um being successful you feel as though there's nothing left of you or you don't have any more value to I give see, to the world. I see, I see. And there's so many people where you see um, celebrities and influencers and public figures falling because they've made fame their God, vanity their God. And they're really not like looking back into themselves and saying, if you remove all of this, do I know who I am? Yeah. Do I know how I look? Yeah. Without... The makeup, the mm-hmm. hair, the followers, the like, what does that look like? And really, when you sit in yourself, you're able to live in that success and carry it and mm-hmm. not be carried by it. I see. I see. No, <laughs> honestly, honestly, like it's very, it's very necessary to hear to hear people who say that to us. Um, and just especially what what you're ingesting, like in music, Andy Grammer sang a song and he says, Am I anybody if nobody wants to be me? Yes. And I was like, what does that Ooh, even mean? That's dark. Am I? I was like, I, I, you know? So, yeah, like, <laughs> honestly, the journey, the journey. The journey. I think this phase of my life, I'm trying to get back to the journey. Mm-hmm. 
I, I don't know how I lost it. I, I got so focused with the next thing. Okay, the next thing. I have to, I have to, it has to be this. I, mm. I'm like, bro, relax. Yeah. What happened to the journey? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, the journey. <laughs> so I'm really trying to get back at it. Remembering that the experience is why you're here. A hundred percent. It's not anything else. Yeah. Be you. Have a rich life. Mm-hmm. Live a rich life. Travel, see the world, grow, mm. love, feel, cry, you know, gain weight, lose weight, eat, <laughs> please eat. I, I like food. <laughs> eat so good. Not, eat good. Like this not eat anything. <laughs> you know, so definitely that's is very necessary. Yeah. I think if we can always remember that, then maybe we will always kind of just be okay. Amen. I hope so. Ooh, it sounds <laughs> like we're ed- ending in a prayer. Lord, God bless this conversation. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> amen. <laughs> but thank you. Wow, Definitely. Thank you so much this for having healing. me. Aw. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for joining. Yes, um, And also, as we close out, I would love for you to drop your socials. For um, everyone who's listening to follow you. Hello, hello. My name is Biula Obioma, and my socials are also Biula.obioma. It okay. is B E U L A H dot O B I O M A. All yeah. right. Thank you. Thank you, Biula. <laughs> All right. Have a great day, y'all. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>